Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. What's up, creeps? Welcome to our debut of Creepy Confidential After Dark. This is where we go off script, no rules. We talk about whatever we want, and we have a little fun. So grab a beverage and join us here as we introduce our first guest. I'm very excited. The lovely gents from What Goes Bump in the Night. Trevor Jensen and Riley Clark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'm very excited. Now, these lovely gents had uh, Miss Creep Noel over on their show a couple weeks ago, and I just I had so much fun. I'm like, hey guys, come to my show. So we have lots to talk about. Um, So if we could tell uh, the lovely Creep Nation out there, our creeps. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. What's uh, what goes bump in the night? What isn't there to say? <laughs> we right. talk about literally everything under the sun. So Riley himself has also wrote some stories that we have also read on the podcast. So he's an author at this point. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, I guess. <laughs> Not only do we have the podcast, we also have a vlog series of investigations that we go on. We like to cover... Basically anything from cryptids to aliens to conspiracies to creepy pastas, which is why we it. get along. Yep. Yeah. AI written <laughs> stories. Oh, what yeah. else is there? Basically, I think my child is a demon. Some days I don't know. <laughs> Basically anything that falls under the category goes bump in the night. Like if it gives you chills, if it makes your hair stand on end, if it makes you second guess, you know the natural line of nature we're probably going to talk about it and And we just hit the milestone of the 150th episode so there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff to go back on you guys i'm like whoo that's a lot of work (laughs) i we honestly when we started it i never thought we would go this long as much as we were into it i was like i don't know realistically if it's if like we're just gonna be like well fuck this nobody wants to listen to it or like you know how it's gonna work out logistically like that right we always said that once we reached like 100 or 200 episodes that's the point of no return we can't quit after that like once you get past (laughs) that point like you quit (laughs) and you're letting down so many people and you don't even you wouldn't even realize it but i mean you go and check your stats you know and you see you're getting plays all over the entire world and it's like like, holy shit dude that's that's the part that gets me the most is like right. just like TikTok in general right now for me outside of even the podcast doing like crazy numbers itself is like my TikTok is like my personal TikTok that I'm just posting our videos on is like blowing up and I'm like there's something same. to this same I started I don't know at first I didn't pay any attention to TikTok I just I, I thought it was like such a hack so I was like I, everybody's I was like, such a weeb that does it yeah, I was like, this is kid stuff. And I just focused yep. on telling my stories. And then I started making little clips. And I'll be honest, I looked the other day and I was like, how do I have 407 people that are actually watching what the hell yep. I'm doing? You know, like, yeah, one was, of my videos just went over 800 check. today. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, I was, uh, yeah, right. And the video, the views on the video are like over 800, a couple of them. And I was yep. like, okay, I will keep, keep yeah. doing And that's like in there. one day too. I was like, I, I realistically didn't think that it reaches that much of an audience. And I questioned too, like the legitimately, like of all of Ooh. it, you know, if yeah. it's like How many bots are seeing it, exactly. Right. Like that kind of stuff. But, like by. You, but have you gone still, and like like looked at the people that follow you and stuff oh like, yeah like, but like i don't care i follow it all people. back like yeah, the no, ones like, i just i hit the follow list and it's just like Meow. and that's what's cool is so far the the majority 90 percent, at least on creepy confidential it's like they're paranormal teams they're pretty yeah. much all paranormal teams a ton of like, european ones for me cool. i'm like sick this yeah, is awesome i can't understand that. a word they're fucking saying but awesome. now you Right, you're like I'm just gonna watch because you can you get the general vibe of what's happening. Yeah, like when it says like Der Sturken, like paranormal, I'm like this is gonna be cool. And then you watch the video and it's like and it's like oh okay. Yeah, and well, something you mentioned you write that you write stories, and that was actually how I found you guys because I like creepy podcasts myself. Was the campfire stories. And Heck I yeah. loved the campfire series. I loved how it started yeah. with the crackling. And then you literally, you know, the story about you getting tied up in a chair. <laughs> that, was Trevor, the, that was the one. <laughs> I wanted to beat them up. And I didn't even, I'd never talked to you, known you, whatever. And I felt violent. <laughs> urges the worst these one. People. It was awful. So see, see, I listen to all <sighs> kinds of stuff. People are like, oh, you're black. Do, nope, do you want to hear an even thing. worse story? That's that it's, it's not paranormal, but it's funny, but it's not funny. So like my friends were bullies, but they weren't bullies because we all did it back and forth to each other. <laughs> but there's two occasions where it was cruelty, I would say. Right. So one of my friends, he, he was big into playing music. So he had a guitar. So he took one of the strings that broke and he called it his naughty boy whip. <laughs> And Those I got metal strings. Yeah, I got trapped in a pantry closet because every time I'd come out, I get whipped with it. Oh <laughs> that permanent scar. It was like forty-five fucking minutes. <laughs> you lose that. an eyeball. You're like, it was worth it. Oh god, it was so bad. And then, and then another time we were like in my buddy's basement and he had one of those poles in there that's it's like one of those support poles in the my middle with nothing one. around it yeah. yeah we used to so, skate around it <laughs> yeah they uh they decided to like handcuff me and put me at one of the like kitty tables and then my hands were so far away but they put just out of my reach a bowl of ice cream and they're like get it before it melts <laughs> so you you're in a cruel. basement where there's ghosts <laughs> they were mean but i love them oh, i know them since i was a child child too it's funny well, I have a group of like I can think like, but they've never done that to me. <laughs> I've been thrown in the snow on my birthday, but yeah, I haven't had that happen. I mean, me and Riley got into a fist fight on my birthday because I couldn't remember anything <laughs> and I was blackout drunk. It's true. it's true. I was just trying to get him in the car. I was, was cold it. and sick. I mean, apparently, oh, I fell asleep at the bar. I don't remember that, and then I threw up in the of bathroom, course. and I don't remember that. <laughs> but I remember sleeping in our other friend's car, and then I remember Riley being like. Dude, my sister's here. Let's fucking go. And like, I was just like, no, so I'm not some, sleeping. Some bonding experiences oh, yeah. to get yeah, you where you are today. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been friends for over a decade now. But I will circle back to you mentioned the campfire thing. I, I will yeah. bring up because we've never actually talked about why we came up with the campfire background is like a theme that we've kept literally for every but single episode. I love episode. that idea. Like oh, it, that was the main know? idea, too. Yeah. So when 
we created our first episode. We were listening listening to it back and we were sitting there and we're like, it's just us talking, it's missing something. Like, like it, it needs something there? to like draw in the audience. Like mm-hmm. sure. Right. Our story is entertaining, but like how many, everybody can tell on? a story too. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a, what's going to like set the mood. But there like, is a needs, style to it. Yeah. You do have to be so, good at it. I actually used, uh, I actually sound engineered the entire background. So I created every single stem for that campfire. The, the wind that goes through to create the bassy noises, yep. the you know, it was wild. The insects it's that good. are in the background, the campfire really stuff. Like we a, had to cut the howl out because it was everything. too much. Yeah, <laughs> there used to be like a howl that came through every <laughs> once in a while, like, like, and it would uh, break everything up. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was way so too loud. strong. It would just ruin everything. But yeah, that's <clears throat> and uh, you've heard of uh, Jim Harold's campfire stories, right? I can honestly say no, but there's just a okay. chance that my brain has forgotten. It sounds it. <laughs> familiar. It's one of yeah. those maybe. He's like one of the like top like creepy pasta podcasts to ever exist. He's like the number one podcast. If you go look at podcast charts for spooky stuff, he's probably top ten. Always has been. Millions and millions of downloads. But I kind of stole that campfire <laughs> idea from him, though it's not his campfire. I created it myself. Sure, but, but the idea of, of that it. idea because it just seemed to like really fit what we were trying to go for like telling I, stories around a campfire where do you tell ghost stories around yeah, a campfire? around a campfire i like wish it's, you guys that, saw that space. this my, my freaking dog just tried to eat a fly and i mean she got like six feet off the ground <laughs> it was nuts <laughs> i love pets you'll probably see or hear mine throughout the thing but that like I I I would say that's one of the first things. A I remember hearing your intro and all I could think is these guys sound like William Shatner. Cuz it was like cuz I was known so in, in my group I was known for for being like the Shatner. I would always when I'd get excited I would talk like that and as soon as it did I'm like what goes bump in the night. And I was like they're Shatner. I love it's- it. <laughs> I it just for some reason like it just it's rolled good. so easy just like how when we came up with our personas it was like Rick Van Winkle and I was like why does that just fit so well and then he's like I'm Billy and I was like what the fuck why does that fit so good Trevor do you want to bring our personas for a little bit like not uh, maybe if I do I feel like Violet's gonna come over here and be like what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I don't want to like poke that bear yet. When when mom gets home, yeah, I'm all for it. Right. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Billy. Billy here. <laughs> Sounds like you're on helium. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's so bad. I immediately try to channel my like <laughs> my best Will Ferrell and Anchorman impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm in a realm of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you got in the fridge and ate a whole wheel of cheese? I'm not even mad. Quite pressed, actually. But right, but I under <laughs> I understand that 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 line of thought. Yeah. Because when you like, I, sure, there's a way that you normally talk, and then there's a way that when you tell a story. Oh and yeah. That was like such a big part of it. Was like mm. when I was started, I enjoyed for not being a like an Englishy write a story kind of person. Mm. I enjoyed writing the short story and then talking about the thing that I was telling yeah. a story about. And it was like well, you almost had to change your too. mind, your mindset. Yeah. It that's part of it though. I think is creating a persona with your voice like what am i going to sound like 
Am I, yeah. I can't just say, Hey, how's it going? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing too. It's like, we've, we've read plenty of stories just in our normal voice. Right. I but really then like there's the some other ones. stories that like, we're so into them that while we're reading, there's one story in particular, Trevor knows exactly where I'm going with this. He reads it like halfway normal, and then all and of then a sudden, it just divulges into a southern accent. A southern accent. Yeah, because it was like it was like a, a southern Wendigo story, and he was like in prison. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta channel this. Like he's I, going. I he's has to be there. The story. That's that, and then but there's yep, something by the to end it. of it. <laughs> I was full blown southern. <laughs> and i never even said anything as we were recording i just let it happen i was like do you realize like, what okay. just happened there and he's like yeah. just listening yeah. back somebody's too coming was out hilarious. let him <laughs> and then from that point on we were like why don't like we can voice act like why do we just like read right. it like monotone and boring like it's so like, much more it, fun i have it in me <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's but i find that fun like I, I don't think I could do like a southern accent or something like that, but I can't do it's like, like some <laughs> stories you need like like a you have to kind of drop your voice and make it very sassy, you know, yeah. <laughs> or, or you have exactly where we're at right now with the and narration for our but newest it's fun. video. And I think people enjoy it. I think when you are when because then it's like, uh huh, tell me about the story. Like they get more I'm into so it. intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so intrigued. And for some reason, when I like throw on some voice acting i read better i don't know what it is he does i think it's usually paying attention like you're, you're paying his attention head too though yeah. so much he'll be reading and he'll be like says the same sentence four times says it the exact same way four times hits stop reads it completely fine no hiccups no problem not even like a mispronunciation and he's right. like okay i'm gonna record okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I've I haven't kept my 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 like outtakes or anything. Uh, Mr. Creep tells me I should. That you should, and, and then the Patreons. It, yes, right <laughs> exactly. Like the Patreon listeners get to see those. And me dealing with the critters, like I'll be in the middle. I'm talking. I'm like halfway in. Not a single need for an edit. I'm talking beautiful, and all it's of a sudden, crispy. Brum, 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 in the background, and I'm like, puppy. <laughs> so and then you see the cats just crash into the walls yeah. and everything and stuff starts Why? falling and you're like i give up like, like, my house is possessed that's <laughs> exactly how i feel about our two cats and dog it's like a fucking rampage when they start going yeah and it's oh, like yeah, what's getting so broke of our episodes where we're recording and then buttons is just like in the mic just ah! <laughs> But I'm waiting for for my old because my older lady will come up and but she'll get in there and be like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Have you had lunch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of possessed houses, so last time we met, I was telling the story about the first time that I had something paranormal happen to me. Yep. And it, I find it funny that the story was just going normal. And as soon as I finished telling it, you had something fall off the wall right behind you that had not fallen before. I can show and, the audience. And still too. has not fallen again. Skr- so Up it's like there. a shelf. It's a yep. shelf. It's yeah. it's a full on um, what do you call those things? Like a header above a headboard or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so it's it it's got some it's not yeah. like and some it's it's a trifold thing. thing too. So it doesn't just sit flat. Like I can get it down and show everybody too. Yeah. <laughs> Why I is just, this so tight? I think I <laughs> Out of, I, I did not expect that to happen, first of all. And for a person who I'm like, you know, 
We can't, you obviously didn't have any equipment rolling. How did this fall? How did it just like come off? It was really strange. No idea. It was so strange. Okay, I guess I love that you guys made the clip of it so that you could like, you can like loop a bite it around size, and be like, so what the hell? Because it's so weird. It doesn't just fall down. It no, it like out and down. Yeah. It almost looks like somebody like swiped the bottom out and then it floats because and it, floats. It, it, it was so gentle the way it comes down. But like, yeah. there's no air in this room. And like, even it when I turn no on my, my AC, like I can have that full blast all day long, leave for work, come home and it has never moved. And nothing's and, there. And I can, I can vouch. It's literally been up there for like three years. Yeah, I have fallen down. I have quite the magic card collection. And that was one of the first boxes I ever bought because it was shiny. <laughs> and I was like, it's going up there. It looks cool. Yeah, it's it just I found that so interesting. And I remember I think I think I might have sent these to you. I'm I'm almost sure. But for people who obviously weren't in our DMs, so the story is that there's two veterans and that they are in the graveyard, they're buried next to each other. And mm-hmm. I went back after I had that story to determine if there is even two men there, let alone how would they know my car and all this other stuff. Right. And I brought pictures to share. So a little, little show and tell now keep in mind, I haven't done this part before. So we're going to try and do a little pre- presentation here. Cause I assume we just click over and we can show these pictures. Yeah. So this is, this is the first gentleman, um, Robert Atwood. And then next to him, we have this man also military veteran. And you can see in the graveyard that they are right next to each other. They are those two big graves that you see. Yeah. So imagine my car door, my my, my window was open. And these mm-hmm. are the two dudes that were sitting next to me. So I found it so strange, you know, that we have, I don't know, like, did somehow, A, or do I still have these two veterans that have been following me? Yeah. <laughs> right. Could it have been them? Like, Right. That that would this be crazy so many if they were able to travel to us through the internet. Like Right. To like show it's, that it's hey, transfers of energy. And I mean, what are we using right now? Energy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it kind of opened opened my mind that could this be that that this is these two gentlemen. I just think it's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't I've never I think I've never it's wild. That. The it's moment wild. that it fell too was so precise of what you were talking about. That like for it to happen then was so strange. Yeah, like, like what is the yeah. coincidence there? I don't think it is. I think it it's wasn't in the middle of the stream. Like, it wasn't in the beginning. It uh, was literally when I had completed the story and off it fell. It yeah. was is very strange. Your reaction to it was hilarious. What do you see, Bigfoot? <laughs> what, Bigfoot? I, I didn't realize you said that till after I made the clip, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it no, killed me. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. You know, like, how do you, when, because we talked about attachments and can yeah. you be oppressed? Can you be possessed? And it's like, I, I have a hard time believing that all these people are oppressed and all these people have an attachment. And then something like that happened. And I didn't know what to think about it. I'll be honest. It kind of threw me for a mental loop a little bit where I went, is this a sign that I'm supposed to get back into paranormal investigating? 100% is. <laughs> right. It 100% is. It always is. Trevor, do you want to allude into our upcoming video here? Because we may have an attachment from it, to be honest. I mean, probably. So okay. I'll I'll start off. So last Thank weekend, <laughs> I we were working on the video all night this one night. And I ended up having a really weird situation where I almost passed out on the way home. But as I was laying down in bed, getting ready to go to sleep that night, 
uh, it gets weirder. I my hair (laughs) was laying there with my eyes open. I kind of went into this weird, like trance state, like the in between asleep and awake. Right. Okay. So like the waves are changing. Okay. Almost like a sleep right before REM moment. Okay. And I could see with my own eyes wide open. I could see basically the graveyard that we were at, that we filmed this video that we have upcoming. It's very distinct too. And it's very distinct. The way the trees are, it's like it's on a river. in the woods, but it's like a well-kept cemetery. And it's you on had the already river. been there or you had not been there? We've we had been, been there, there once you had before. Been there. I, I, I wasn't sure. I've been there time. three times. You were pre-dreaming, you know, like pre-thinking, you know, like that kind of thing. No, okay. this was all after. This was after the third in, or his third time being there and our, okay. our my first investigation there. Okay. Yeah. So this was like really recently. This is last weekend. We were there five weeks ago. So it's been some time and I haven't had anything related to this cemetery up until this moment. It could have been because of us working on the video and the images being burned in my mind, but I really don't think so because of what happened. So I'm having this vision and I'm seeing the trees and I'm seeing the graves and I can consciously tell where I am at. And all of a sudden, peering from the darkness in this vision is like some type of creature. He has no eyes. His mouth is enlarged. It's kind of like black and it's kind of draping of like, I don't know. It's just like some type of weird Hmm. look. And he has no hands. His hands are like straight, but they're like stringly. And he's like in this position, like he's crouching towards me and like coming towards me and as soon as I noticed him consciously, in my mind, I said, who are you? And when I did that, the visions disappeared. And I told Trevor about this, and he goes, that's fucking weird, because oh, yeah. I had the same, almost the same exact dream last night. And he didn't tell me that he had a dream. I just said, and I rarely ever can remember, like, visually my dreams. Same. So for me to actually be like to have a conscious vision to where I remember everything, like I can right. picture the exact vivid. vision in my Super mind vivid. right now. Yeah. Like I can close my eyes and see it completely. And for him to have basically he'll explain his dream, but yep. it's like so similar. It's, it's so fucking weird. Weird as fuck. So after Riley calls me and he's like, dude, I almost died yesterday. <laughs> I was like, what? And he's like, I almost passed out on the way home. Like, yeah, we were editing really late, but it was just really weird. And then he goes, but the weird part was my dream, right? And I was like, all right, yeah, tell me about it. So he tells that story. And then I'm like, oh, my God. I wasn't going to say anything because I have, like, nightmares and night terrors sometimes. They're just weird dreams. Sure. Well, I also, yeah, I also had a very similar dream where we were in the investigation. And, like, it was before... Some other things happened later in the night, but it was real dark. I could see into the tree line and I could just hear movement and it was zipping through real quick. And every time I would see it in like a moonlight glimpse or like catch it in a flashlight, it was exactly what Riley described, like long, lanky, like gangly, like just dark. Like you could you could make out like a facial structure, but not what it was or what like. I would probably have to say to me it looked like a dog or canine to me. Sure. But it was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, if but I humanoid. To, yeah. So like the for, okay. like the top half was long and like 
you know, like it looked like arms and shoulders, like how a person would have, and then like a head, but like an elongated canine face. But then the bottom half had almost like canine like hips with like legs that were like canine like. And it was like, sure. what the fuck are we seeing? And in the video hmm. that we were at, a, uh, I, we already said it. It was a Native American burial ground where we were. So it's like, okay. I wonder. So there's all kinds we were, of mojo floating. Yeah, around I was there. like, I almost wonder if we were seeing something that's more like native, like than anything, I mean, or like a, a like a nasty spirit. Yeah, or it's yeah. Like, I I guess I I couldn't put it past it because like fuck, I don't know how to explain this. That I was having the same dream like that at all. So do you guys think then that this is that this was? How can I explain that? Like, because you mentioned an attachment. Do mm. you think that the an attachment that you may had was a catalyst to make this thing bounce? Mm, maybe. Or do you think that they're not they're not related? I I think whatever we experienced that night at the Indian burial yeah. ground was what was in my dream. Yeah. I okay. think I understand. I, I don't know. Almost if to it's me, it seems like a us. subconscious burial of like something that we probably may have seen. I, but it's hard to say. Right. It is because like we had some really awesome paranormal encounters. I don't know if Trevor wants to pull up maybe a clip and we can tease this burial ground a little bit, but I don't want to say it's an attachment. I want to say it was more of a warning of don't come back here. Right. A deterrent. Because I'm going to show you something that you don't want to see. Right. I think it was making its presence known saying, Hey, you've been here multiple times and I don't like that you've been yeah. here. Yeah. You're exploiting us is kind of the vibe that maybe they're getting. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Because like I, I alluded to you in the beginning before we went live about this place is some terrible things happened on this land potentially. Right. So who really knows like what really could be there? Because it's more than just a cemetery, really. Mm -hmm. because of all of the native like mm -hmm. lore that's behind it like for instance a tribe there lined the rivers with its enemy skulls after victory so that's just one thing that's like mm -hmm. hmm. of many yeah like, like right it's it's that it's tricky because it they you know different cultures handle things very differently you know some are more violent some are little bit yeah. more auto when it comes to this is what we will do to you if you come I mean down shoot here. there's still that you know? tribe in uh and the uh I, I think it's the Pacific somewhere that is like never been touched by man still basically and the mm -hmm. people that have the one that they went over been, the top yeah, yeah and they've been like shot at with arrows yeah, the, and like the guy who people went there got and got killed, killed. yeah yep. it's like that's still a thing so like I could only imagine what it was like back then where it was like Oh, I don't know you fuck off there, bud. I don't yeah. have any laws. And there's no rules. <laughs> no rules at all. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I I think I've I've personally always been a little timid about Indian burial grounds because I think there's it's different mojo. It's totally yeah. different. It's not someone died and then they went here, or it's a ghost that's imitating some sort of demon devil because they don't want people there or whatever. Right. It's it's different. Like it it's they don't they don't hold on to the same kind of morals as a normal 
set of you know spook right. specters and or ghosts we're, would. Yeah. we're also talking at a burial ground that's been around since the 1700s so yeah <laughs> like that's a that's like 300 years ago of history that's happened on this land like i said right. it's more than just an indian burial ground it was potentially a place where a lot of terrible things happened and yeah people didn't just you know put their life to end there they ended other people's lives there like, right there could have not been only that like there was a everything. lot of veterans buried there too from so what they we had noticing. so they they were they on top of those like they were sunk them in the middle i think throughout. it's like a yeah i think it's like a a good old there's, spattering it's it's like your typical cemetery there's a historical end and then there's a modern yeah. end right we they filled up the historical they end yeah we, we stuck modern real end. real close to the the very old side of everything because yeah. you know we don't want to intrude on people's families who may still be alive. Like we were mm-hmm. talking to people, you know, that were alive in the eight. We're trying to communicate with spirits that are from like the eighteen hundreds. There were a lot of children's you graves, know. like yeah, because Spanish flu. Like, I was just gonna say a lot of illnesses back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that because that's where I mentioned the old Pioneer Cemetery. That was one of our favorites because a no one was up there visiting graves. These graves are long gone. Nobody knows that they're up there, but that was the big pandemic that came through was the Spanish flu. So it was lots of women and children. It's It's sad, but those were the ones that if you brought some sort of, of object, we usually brought like Necco wafers or like a teddy bear or something that would have been around that they would recognize. Right. Yeah. And we would usually get, you know, our it was always just uh, EMF. We never we never got any sort of like full body apparitions or anything. But that's the holy EVPs. grail, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm, as much as we want it to happen every time, that's the holy grail of everything. Because you get the most excited. You're like something's talking to us. Like, yeah. Holy fuck! Oh my god, that happened. That so. Speaking of ghosts and things, so <laughs> I work at a funeral home. Um, I work at. I believe potentially the oldest funeral home here in Columbus. That's awesome. And the building um, is predates, you know, Lincoln. It was here when Lincoln went through and everything. Yep. And so the, the restrooms in this building, um, when you go into the main funeral home, um, it's old school. Women are completely separate in the front powder room. Men are all the way in the back of the building. Like that's how it works. The good so old when you powder in, room too. They have a, yeah. They have a powder room and then they have the water closet that's in there. Well, when you walk in, I remember I walked in and I thought there's a full on cloud in the middle of the room. <laughs> and I don't mean like, oh, do I have some grease in my eyes? I mean like a full on cloud hanging out in the like middle a makeup of the room. cloud potentially perfume no, nobody is Perfume. in this is a there's no services there's nothing this is the middle of nobody like, was hitting a, a ciggy in there and <laughs> just like no hey what's up <laughs> the general like people can't this is just just a couple people that come in here and because all the people that work with the humans they stay up in the the upper area. Yeah. So you really have a receptionist that goes in there. You maybe have someone that comes up from our place that doesn't have a restroom and you might have a driver that comes in there, but the drivers are all male. So I saw a driver. Yeah. That, so, doubt that. And it wasn't in the bathroom. It was over in where there's just a mirror and a sitting area where they would have had a powder room. And Gosh. I thought, and I was like, okay, I'll be back. <laughs> so I, yeah, like, I, I waited and I came in on another totally different day and I brought my equipment with me. Yep. And uh, I was like, 
hopefully, you know, I'm like, I'm not, not recording anything, so I can't get in trouble. And I just went in there and I sat in the, the chair across from where I saw this misty cloud looking thing. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to talk to you. You know, like I sat down, took out my recorder and took out my EMF and it took a little while. Yeah. And all of a sudden the EMF started responding, you know, basic questions. Is there a woman in here? Are you here? You know, That's did you die? And all of a sudden it started going. Zzz, zzz, and it was like, okay, it's haunted. <laughs> That's I'll be back. And I'm like, <laughs> I would love, like, it's weird things like that, that you're like, how, how many people have been in this room from the 1850s until now, you know, how much sadness, how much sorrow, how much everything. This is where the ladies would come and fix their hair and fix their dresses and everything. It's this, it's still the same room. And I, I have, I just, I, I know that there's something in there, but you don't feel good about it until the EMF moves. And then you're like, Oh, yep. There's something there. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And I, I would love to get permission to go there to do an investigation, but I don't think that they'll let me do that. Nah, but stickers. <laughs> well, because the name can't be on it because it's such yeah, a very yeah. a very prominent name. And I would I would understand, you know, families are like, so you're letting I understand too. hunters come in here. It just so, sucks. But it sucks because you I know that there's to. stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Like just let me do it for my own personal my own personal thing. It's I would like having a spank bank. I was <laughs> for paranormal investigators. Yeah. That's what it is. You're like, oh baby, let's get something. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Talking to chicks in the bathroom. <laughs> it was. I it think was just I'm gonna. <laughs> but then, but then I started asking around because then I'm like, I can't be the only person who has ran into something in this in this building from 1855, you know, like, well, the building's right. Before yeah. Then, you know, and sure enough, like little stories here and there start popping up. And I was like, Oh, dang it. Now I have to bring, now I need to start investigating. Now I'm obligated. Now I'm obligated because people want to know. And I work with a couple of people that are into, yeah. into, yeah. I don't know if they go on an actual investigation, but they're curious, you know, yeah, I'm like, I, okay. You, I call Show them paracurious. Para Paracuria. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that they sounds kind of naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just dabble. I'm kind of like paracurious. <laughs> and then there's some of us that are just like, what else do you want to call them? Like, like I like it though. I no, do. I, like I was going to say, to me, it just seems fun. <laughs> well, because you get people, it's like the first time that they come face to face with something that is like a full on. It's either growl like, fuck yeah or, or fuck no. <laughs> right. Well, how are you going to respond? Are you going to run screaming from the building or are you going to mm. hold your ground and just try and talk? Like, yeah. it's so, you, you never know where you're going to fall in, in that. I'm definitely panic. not a runner. I will run to it before I run away from There's it. There's two logistic times where I was like, I might actually scared poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> like I might like it did I I'm clenching I'm scared but I'm gonna like buck up and do it but then other times it's like okay like this is yeah this is nothing like this I've, is exactly where I want to be I think I've I've probably only booked it maybe once and that was it was because of the noise not because of the like a ghost it yeah. was like something slammed in the room I'm sure it just fell over or whatever and that's all it took for me was to I was gone. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I looked think, like a little kid running out of the I room. I think me and Riley's track record, honestly, for like odd noises that were loud enough to be 
like audible things happening or moving or getting slammed has been like three for we're going after it instead of running away like we've gotten up and been like gotta find it the one moment that like comes to my mind is when we were at eloise asylum and we were sitting with some other lady in the cafeteria area exactly we asked for the spirits to make a noise for us if they were with us and there was a loud oh yeah and we didn't run or anything we literally got up and started looking around to see what we got yelled at because we went into an area we weren't supposed to go in because we were looking for handprints way to go (laughs) we're like they hit this though it's dusty I see it right here. <laughs> I need to find proof. We actually never right. found a reasonable explanation no. of what made that noise. I think if I did it now in my in my elder years, when oh, I started, in, don't even <laughs> when I go because I started it. You know, I probably was what oh eight, so I would have been like 25, 24 and back when they still use the nineties filters. Yeah, still use the nineties filters, and and now. I'm a different person. A, I yeah. don't like, don't slam. Don't slam noise. I don't even like it if somebody in the house slams something. Like, I get mad. There's no reason for the noise or extra noise. I'm an old guy. I don't live in a barn. Room. You turn no, the lights like, off. You don't slam my doors. What's all the noise? Yeah, like, that's that's me. So that's I think parents. I would handle it a little better. And I'm not a parent. Like, I, I don't have any two-legged kids running around. Yeah. So it's not like I'm yelling at people. Yeah, the four-legged ones can be that's just how, as bad, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's how I am. And I have a feeling if I if I go now and something like that happens, I'll be like, don't you slam the door at me. You get in here. We're going to talk. You get the spray bottle, so <laughs> spraying it. <laughs> the one thing that I want to happen that's never happened to us on an investigation, it's happened to me in person, like by myself, but I want it to happen when I'm actually paranormal investigating, not just like hanging out in my house. And then, I know what you're going to say. Right. And nobody's I, around. I want to hear a disembodied voice and actually capture it. Like to where I hear it. And then it's on camera too. Not just like an EVP, but like yeah. an actual voice. I've had it happen in real life at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out in their living room, no TVs on or anything. I heard a couple arguing in my parents' bedroom, went to go check it out, thinking that there was, a tv on or something right no you go TV. in there you guys need therapy yeah <laughs> i'm home alone there's nobody in there and i'm like what the frick just happened the hell my dog yeah. even reacted to it so like i know it wasn't <gasps> when just the pets me. react yeah oh. that's the sketchiest part i because ha- you're yeah. like that's validation fuck because i'm like in my mind i made it up but when yeah. two of my cats are looking at the ceiling i'm like no 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 you go do that downstairs. You do that in the other room, not above my chair that I sit at every single night to eat my dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. I yes. Now see, but disembodied voices those those are scary too because you're you kind of have to check like your mental self for a second and like, like I am that? I just hearing this? Because we we listen to so much. We listen to computers. We listen to phones. We listen to you yeah. know could it could it just be some sort of residual thing happening? But mm. it's so different when it happens because it, it is. It's so weird because it's, it, and it always happens, of course, when you're, there's nothing running, you know, there's yeah. no recorder right. running. Oh there's God. Nothing. We had one of the craziest like disembodied, well, it wasn't disembodied voice, but one of the craziest things happened at our, our double J investigation when we weren't recording, we were fucking around when we were done basically. And we were just like, all right, walk towards these neon lights and the, um, what do you call it? Like the, the little Western town they have. 
Yeah. And, uh, and we're like, we're doing it. We're like, this is going to look so fucking cool. Yeah, we get we're back like, this is going to be there. a sick outro. Like, yep. We hit stop <laughs> on the recorder. We start, we start watching it back on my phone. All of a sudden we hear these fucking like it's it's like the the metal framed like glass doors like like somebody was like trying to like break in or it out is. of them. And we were like, what? We the were like, hell? oh, we must it's... not be the only ones in the back 40. And then we literally went and checked Granted, every it's single four door in the and they were fucking all morning too. <laughs> and and like, who's here? The double day <laughs> is like 800 acres. And it was out of season for them, too. So there really wasn't a ton of people around. Right. And if there was somebody there, they probably aren't there to be your friend. No. You know? and, <laughs> and it was, like, super sketch because, like, we checked every door. I'm not even joking. We went to every door and tried to open them. All locked. Nobody's around. The moonlight's illuminating everything. It's fucking cold out yeah, at we this We were even shining a flashlight into the buildings. <sighs> like, is there anyone in there? We that that one anyone. had me going, like, mm-mm. Where I was like, See, what's going to happen now? Yeah, because those, those noises, like I can't handle those. Those ones drive me crazy. And then it's like where you're, because if inevitably, if you're an investigator, you spend a lot of time in the dark. You know, you're used oh, to seeing. Yeah. You can, it's almost like your eyes work a little better than the average creep. Because I mean, can, I'm fucking blind. So. <laughs> well, maybe not you, because you could well, burn I, ants I, with I've those things. But you years, know what so I mean? I, I see well in the dark. <laughs> so you you, if you look and i hate it when your eyes when you look and you're like i can see an outline of a person yeah in in a in a room that's half lit you're like i can see a legit shoulder head of somebody standing in that general direction and and you want to doubt yourself too when you see this stuff you know like is your mind matrix? Yeah. Matrixing is it, is it literally like the paradoxical matrixing Mm-mm. bullshit? And then I started reading about shadow people and now I can't. No, that's that. real. The shadow people are real. Shadow people are definitely real. But I think what, what it like, is. Do I have one in my house, you know, like, or wherever you are. Usually I saw one here in my you know, bedroom. Yeah. You know, like how, <laughs> like we're at this point in our lives in human history to where we actually know what we look like all of the time. But if we go back in history, like yeah, before they didn't. mirrors were a thing, they didn't know what they looked like. Unless you were rich, you didn't know. So have like a if you were going to manifest yourself, what are you going to manifest yourself as? <sighs> You're going to manifest yourself as an outline of a person because you don't know what you actually look like. Yeah. Because you don't remember what you looked like. Well, he needs to go walk down the hall and look at himself in my mirror and then figure out who he wants to be because the black figure shadow thing is scary. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> So think about memory in terms of like how you don't remember when you were probably say five, like it's hard to remember shit like that. So say that these, exactly. So say that these shadow people, like how Riley was just saying, like, what if they just literally can't remember a single thing? So it's not even like that they're malevolent or they're bad or good or anything, but they're just there. And that's what we're seeing because it's like, they're just wandering. They knew what their shadow looked like. Yeah, and they right. just they just go. They're just sent, not sentient, but um, uh, brain fart, like wanders. I don't know, like what That's do you call it? I'm picking up what you're putting down. I know yep. what I mean. <laughs> I went complete numb brain. I don't know. It happens. Words. That's what happens I, when you're trying to think back too far. English dictionary <laughs> word. Yeah, tre- if yeah. Trevor can't remember words, how is a spirit from 1700 supposed to remember what they supposed look like? Supposed to know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And that's and that part too is, you know, you read about where like what they look like, how they can be possibly coming through. And it's like, but, but what made you show up here? 
at this time, you know, just standing there, not moving. Like it'd sometimes be one thing if you were a glass of water. Sometimes not coincidence. I don't know. That's the it's hardest so, question to answer. And that's why I don't. That's of all the times of all the research and I mean hours and hours. Those are the things where it's like if I can't, if I can't even articulate what I want to. Oh yeah. Say you know how is it that somebody else is going to understand what a ghost is? Yeah. Right. How, that's how the am I hardest prove it part. To somebody. Think about how frustrating it must be for them to like harvest all this energy and then manifest it into something for you and you know like as paranormal investigators the entire time we're saying use our energy use our energy but i don't say that you stay away from me (laughs) my energy is your energy (laughs) you use that camera over there i chose this paranormal investigating thing wrong because we're always just like inviting them to like i'm like can you give me a hug now hold on so you wonder you 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 do this this is your way you you say use me and then you wonder why you're imagining black humanoid demons oh wait wait (laughs) but then you go can't follow me home yeah oh yeah because they're gonna listen <laughs> stay here stay yeah. here no takesy backsies you stay there you know, that's i'm putting up my force field <laughs> you've already you've already let them in yeah i know um, and mean, that that's that's like, i want them to you have to be able yeah. to use something else i do like these like little energy pods or like the the little mm. power pods and things we call them pp pumps have. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> we do too. What of course, you do. What bump That's your bump. second junk joke tonight. <laughs> I get three and I'm done. You get three and you're done. First was your little pink keyboard, and now there's that one. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, and but, like, but what I Mr. think Dog those are good in the chat. Like, people want to say that like uh, sage and everything will cleanse. I, I don't believe that whatsoever it's so yeah. hard i don't believe that whatsoever it's actually so if you look into a lot it, of but... native like cultures even they don't use sage to ward off spirits they use it to invite them so no it's yeah. witch hazel it's counterintuitive well then i'll grab my facial toner and be like here's some witch table witch hazel get which table <laughs> which table which table witch hazel get away my from table me table in the kitchen is a witch table <laughs> not this house that oh, out of that's here. awesome. <laughs> but I just I I hope that now uh, this is 2023. Like, yeah. how come we can't make some sort of device that create like you have something this big and it's just full of like a battery instead of sucking all of our Ghostbusters does our that cameras? Shit. It's like, come on. So uh, I've noticed a. Uh... Gosh, what are those little balls that like have the exploring Harley? That episode, yeah. he he did a really good job showing it and doing show and tell. So like they're those like kinetic energy balls things that you put your hand on and then like plasma, the electricity. What are they called? Plasma 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 balls. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. They feel like static. Yeah yeah. You can yeah, yeah. do that, and then you can basically manipulate that energy where and like send it wherever you want. Yeah. So, so like, you can technically cheat like ghost hunting if you wanted to but it also works in the way that you're you're saying where it's like well if you're giving the spirits like say like a lightning rod and like they understand eat, you know? to like, use it yeah there's an energy bar yeah so like what exploring harley did in that live stream is he took one of these plasma balls and a rem pod right and a rem pod and yep. set it across his room and he touched it and he went like this and the rem pod went off every time he'd point to it Every time he'd point to it or touch it. Point I to thought it. they went off. Point to it. it. So he would hold. You got to be in the proximity he would hold the of it. Box, but... 
but he was aiming the, the energy basically. The oh, energy I see. At the REM pod. I understand now. Okay. Yeah. It was it's really our, fucking wild. Actually, interesting. Check out. Ooh, I gotta. Okay, I gotta read about that. Thanks. Yeah, a lot. science. Science is fucking crazy. It's a really cool <laughs> experiment. Just like okay, so I I will like give you this analysis too. So, have you guys ever heard of the horns that will like? be heard say like in canada and like in like the forest and like alaska and shit where it's just like people be in I mean, the middle of the forest and then it'll just be like they'll say it's like the trumpets of god like uh, like the armageddon's horns where it's just like and it's just in the yeah. like then nobody knows where it comes from and that's <clears throat> that's a tricky part too is because there is so many not to get too conspiracy, but there yeah. is so many places that the government of governments, not just ours, that mm. they hide things in random places that you'll never, ever see. And could this just be that people are picking this up? You know, yeah. like it, we don't know what's out there. There's yeah. So and then you wonder, like, is this natural? Is this right. biological? Is, it a ghost? is yeah. yeah. Is this technical? Like, is this like, I don't know, fucking trains. And like, if you think about it, like if, some of the track is just off, like it's gonna like grind all funny, and then just yeah. the sound travel yeah, that the far. Whole way. Yeah. Well, and and could these be horns that were from some sort of you know tribe that is like their their war like, horns? And or then something. that's where I was gonna go with it. Where yeah. it's like, what if it takes more of like a paranormal like thing? Where it's like these are like the trumpets of war. Where yeah. it's like these these, these people that inhabited these lands were some like battle was happening here yeah and a lot yeah. of times it's like i don't know much about canadian history to be honest or like yeah. anything at all to be honest about canada and this is where a lot of those videos were coming from like is like nova scotia and things like that but that's it's real rural up there too so it's like hmm i there's really wonder yeah and there's like i really there. wonder but you also don't know again is there some sort of plant that's out there that somebody's building something <laughs> it's is there space whales i yeah mr dog is back uh, oh, mr shit. dog and is it yeah, there's so many ifs if if what you know like what's what could it possibly be yeah but i would like to think that it is some sort of war horn you know like this is something we're hearing from mm. you know basically the vikings of canada <laughs> like right. that kind of thing i mean fuck i would believe that it would be like some like vikings like that would be crazy like, ex yeah. like especially with some of them that you hear is riding like, their dire sounds, wolf or something you yeah, know like, sometimes it sounds like screams <laughs> other times it sounds yeah. like literal like horns and it's like this is so well interesting take Gettysburg, for instance, since we are so close yeah. to like the anniversary of the battles of Gettysburg, like right now in the next two weeks is Gettysburg's like historically most paranormal active time of the year. Hold the line. Where people actually hear mm -hmm. gunshots. They hear the cannon fires. They hear the Union and Confederate yep. shoulders. Frontline fire. Yeah, like they hear Backline all of it. reload. And obviously anything that has to do with war like there's so much energy emotion there's so much going on yeah there's so many different like human connections and human energy and human life lost like all of these terrible and thing things that just when they are combined so are weird. just like the perfect recipe for paranormal so yeah. like, it is it really is though if you take and that oh i'm sorry oh we talk too much anyway. <laughs> we're take, just like, like we're all what so happened excited. <laughs> with any like native culture as well. Like if they had war horns or you know mm -hmm. war noises that yeah, they did like, when did they, they went into battle, of course those look at the come back dance. in for that time. Like you might hear those phantom noises because there's so much 
energy tied up into what happened on that specific day or time. Yeah. And I do think there is like, there's a, so to talk about something that, that I've investigated, but also that I'm going to do an episode about her. There was um, a murder that happened in Seattle and it's, it happened on um, the lake and I found out when it had happened and we actually went to investigate on the night that she was murdered. Oh shit. And not only did we get a lot it was a crazy night, it was a crazy night. I knew it. that's yeah. nothing. Nothing was happening until the sun went down and the approximate time of the murder would have taken place. We were standing in the exact spot because the detectives like the detectives actually drew out where where she was. And we got on our walkie talkies, oddly enough, we started getting a transatlantic accent. And a what? man said, was like, you've, you've, uh, you've got me in a rut. And it was like what? this crazy thing that was started happening. And it just so happens it was on the exact same night, exact same it's time. It's not a coincidence. Would, if we would have went there two nights before or two nights after, probably would we have caught, caught this? Yeah. And it was, it, I mean, it just, it makes your skin crawl when you hear his voice. Cause you can just imagine he's deranged and he probably his, like his hair has probably fallen out of his perfectly quaffed, you know, hairdo. And he's killed. Give this, me the quaff. This daughter slash lover. Yeah. And it was this huge thing. And I, I guaranteed if we would have been on any other night, I don't think it would have been that way. We might've gotten some random stuff. Yeah, that's how I feel like that's a lot of the times how we've caught a lot of our stuff, too, is like this this Native Native American burial ground that we just investigated. It was one of the graves of one of the more, I want to say, important characters that is going to play a role in this video. Their birthday was in July, and it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that it's almost July. And here we are having connections with these people and especially with what what was said back and forth between us and them and i'm convinced that we were speaking with somebody that night like 100 percent i'm i'm 100 convinced that we were having direct line multiple people too with multiple spirits that's just and and that's it's almost it's hard to say it's like when you know you know but you do you get this like if your spidey sense is tingling there's a chance that it's right you know, yeah. like you just you just know. Now, you guys said you had a clip of something. Yeah, I think I have it pulled Do up. You right? have one ready. Otherwise, it's, I can find for it. me, it, it shows that it's over here and it's next to my name. But I don't know how to fucking pull it up. Oh, I probably have to do it, huh? Yeah, I think so. OK, wait one. Oops. Oopsie daisies. Oopsie daisies. Technicals. Yeah. Now I got to learn how to do this. And to to the the listeners and the fans, the audio has not been mastered yet, and the video is still in its working stages. But this is this is a little clippy clip of the investigation that we just did at the Indian burial grounds. Riley is in front of in a grave of a child, and we believe that we had just made contact with somebody and we were talking to them. And I hope this audio doesn't get fucked up or is sounds I'm turn good. Turn this off so I can see it better. Now I'm creepy. Yeah. So you'll see in the video, once I move around to the back side of him over here, something comes through the spirit box that's extremely clear. And I hope it does in the video. But here, I'll play it for you guys now. There's no audio at all. Is yeah. there not? No. Okay, hold on. I have an idea. It's not something on my end, is it? <laughs> 
No. No. I think. Okay. I forget. This happened when we had. Uh, no, I think I know what to. I have to do. You had to change the speakers, I believe. All right. Tell me if this works. Nope. Nope. I don't know if I can hear you guys or not. We can hear can you. Hear There's no audio. Yeah. There's no audio, Trevor. We took his headphones off. <laughs> There's you no audio. It? There you go. There's no audio, Trevor. He can't hear us. What did he do? <laughs> I had to fix my audio. I well, you Could are. you guys hear it after that? No. no. I don't know. I put it so that all the settings were on through the, the thing that all the audio is playing through. That's weird. I don't I don't get it because it's playing everything set up so it goes through that speaker. I don't know. Riley, your turn. All right. I'll see if I can find that clip. Oop, we'll go back to here. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Usually it just plays the audio off of the second screen. But while you guys look for the clip... Have you guys ever gone, like, this is going to sound strange, but, mm. like, looked for aliens at night, like, that kind of thing? Yes it's and a no. Thing. Like, not in long spurts, because I don't know if I can handle it, because I have, like, ADHD brain. But, yes, I definitely right. will, like, catch myself, like, staring up in the night sky a lot. But well, there's also heard, a lot of like, light pollution around where we live, so it sucks. Right. And that's hard, too. But I would love to get my hands on a parabolic microphone and, mm. like, go out into, like, the like northern northern wisconsin or even northern michigan because that's like a straight shot up yeah. and just see what i can find that's outside of the usual nature sounds because i've i've listened to a couple things just what people pick up and it's crazy it's right they will get random little um the you know, bloop like blips and bloops yeah, yeah like, like the weird shit it. Was, it is so strange or even like tones you know it's like yeah it's, yeah Space has a tone anyway, but it's different. It's it's like it almost sounds like an instrument. It's mm. so weird. I've wondered about that and then going like looking for things like, you know, you have like Bigfoot or cryptids that make. Well, like think about this too. Dark matter makes up how much of the universe? A fucking ton. And it's <laughs> much different than the right. other different matter mojo. that we understand here on Earth. Well, who's to say that that dark matter isn't the energy that is producing the energy for the spirits or like you pass on and you become like energy in the, the eons of cosmos that are right. It's like, and I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I found it. So I, I was like dabbled into the alien subject until mm. I really started. I started reading about Barney and Betty Hill. <clears throat> the coolest all right. Uh, Did you find it yet? I'm there. <laughs> All right. Don't mind me. I'm just joking. I was going to say, the spit, wrong tube. You have to click on my uh, add on there. 
I hope you bottom. have audio, cause damn it. Oh, it looks like shit. Okay, it looks hear better. It? Is yeah, that good? I, what the fuck is wrong with mine? Mildred? Oh yeah, we hear it. I'm so mad. Okay. It's really quiet. It happened right there. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear it or not. <clears throat> well, it's pretty quiet. Here, I'm going to turn my volume up on my computer all the way. So, <laughs> so it'll be louder. It'll be really loud. All right. Here we go. Lord, it's so figures. pretty. It's better. Were you sick, Mildred? I heard something. So that was across several channels. Yeah, and it said, I miss you, mommy. Because we've slowed it down in the, the like edited version of the video, and we've raised all the audio through our, our editing app and whatnot, and we've looked mm -hmm. at the wavelengths, and there's a full-on sentence where it says, I miss you, mommy. It actually comes <laughs> through twice, but we can't tell what the first word is. Yeah, right before I... Like right when I'm at his back, it says something, and then I make it across, and it says that whole sentence. That's great. And I I've had several people ask me about uh, about the um, mm -hmm. ghost box. I think that's what people are calling it now. Yeah, S box, um, ghost box, same. Yeah, thing. it how it's all these different channels. It's impossible mm -hmm. to get the same voice across all well, these different. It channels. should be. You know, it I mean, definitely should be. It should be. And I have, I even have like an old, uh, where you used to take like one of the first things before that was a thing. You went to the mm -hmm. radio shack, you got one of their radios that could stand. The hack boxes is I what Danny calls them. I love mine, my, my radio shack yep. hack. I like it because it can't, nothing can input it. Like it's literally just a radio. Yeah. But it's same thing. You would get this going across and you would have voices that came all the way across. See, yeah, and we, use, like, what? we use AM too to yeah, avoid AM. use get it catching more radio because you same. do catch a lot more radio on FM. On FM, yeah. AM yeah. waves. And late at night, there's typically barely anything happening on you AM. might get like this right. sound of like gospel, like oh, like every now and again. You'll get a random one. It. Exactly. And usually you're investigating yeah. late at night. And I thought it was, I thought that was so interesting. Like the first couple times that we heard our names. Oh yeah. That one got me when I started yeah, hearing like, like full words on the radio. The time. Nobody says Noel on the radio unless it's Christmas. So <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and the like, only time they say that it's being sung. I, I like, Noel. as like being a realist too, I was like, when we first got those things, I was like, they're fucking bullshit. Like right. there's no fucking truths to this at all. Like how like there there's no way in hell that we're ever gonna catch it. Can't anything. control it. So yeah. I just added a, another video. Trevor will Ooh. like this one. So we've talked about this many, many times. We've we talked do. about our light up duck. The light up oh. duck. Oh, I love this video. Video. It's super fucking dark because we went zero dark thirty, but it's right in the middle of the screen. You'll see it when it lights up. Oh, no, no, no way. No way. No. Oh Thank my you. god. Thank, Thank you. Bring it. I'll get you some. Whoa. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. 
but the K2's not budging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> K2 isn't making it off. We literally bought that on a whim, too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll grab your cup and bring it. Yeah, it was. And it's not like it's not hard to push either. Oh my God, yeah. It went off again. So what makes it actuate? A click. It's got a clicky button, like a tactile button. You can throw it against the wall. It won't go off. You have to touch the button. Oh, I don't know. I just try it. That was like one of the most wild experiences too because we were with probably 15, 16, maybe even more than that. And we were just standing in a circle with the EMF detector right there. And we were like, can you make the duck go off? And it was like... This is one of those ducks. So, watch. Hanging on my hand. It's, it's the exact on. same duck because we bought a, a same, bunch of them. Same one. You have to push this button right here. Yep. And it was okay. sitting right away from everybody. Head. You have to touch it. Otherwise, it will not go off. Yep. Huh. Okay. And then, and where where was this? Eloise Asylum. So it was. So you guys uh, are inside. Yep. yep it was a seven floor, floor mental institution. Four floor mental institution. Ooh, I thought it was. Oh, I'm fucking retarded. Yeah. No, there is a basement a and tunnels. That's why <laughs> we were on the the fourth floor. Yep. Where the uh, psychiatric ward was for like patients with Alzheimer's and dementia and yep. things like that. Wow, that's. I think those are those are some of the places you really get. Yeah, some of the first best. of all, you get certain sort of feeling just when you yeah. see it, especially if the building, the structure itself is still there, and <laughs> you, you need pauldrons like on both sides. Oh, and dude, we need to get leather coats with ducks with duck pauldrons <laughs> on them. I think that's well, now we now we're battling freaking Project Fear because they do the whole rubber duck thing. No, we, we started oh, that shit. We started it. We started, we started that started shit. It. We did that a whole two years ago before they ever decided <laughs> to come back. <laughs> I, I, and that's it's so hard to keep up with the shows because then you see somebody that does it and you're like, wait a minute, I've been doing that for ten years, but you can't say it because you know. We I've been saying to Riley <laughs> a lot lately where it's like, let's just watch some other people's videos that make you know spooky content like we do, and then like let's just draw ideas from it because realistically we all do the exact same thing. Right. It's the same exact cookie. I can't talk tonight. Cookie cutter like formula. It's just, well, how do you want your cookie cooked? It's just right. a little different. Right. Exactly. Because they're all going to use similar objects. It's, you can only have so many types of yep. equipment and so many types of this. I think even like Ghost Adventures had this guy making equipment for him for a long time. Yeah. He's the one yeah. that Bill had the Chappell. daughter that died. Chapel. Bill Chapel. Bill Chapel. No, not him. This is somebody else. Oh. The young guy. He had black hair. Oh. Um. He was the one that had the daughter that died in the car accident. Was that Nick Roth? No, he was the original. He was no, the original it, uh, but he, you know who I'm talking about, but I yes, do, Chapel was Chapel about. made all these like really kind of out there things. Like you can Ex tell he was really an experiment brain. Extremely smart yeah. guy, but like eccentric. This, I, wa yeah. I literally watched the first episode where he debuted the SLS last night. And it's, it's so, so crazy. massive. Now. It's like an Xbox on top of this. <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> Just look at I what happened like, when they got money and he was able to actually like fabricate things. It's like that really looks a lot better. Looks a lot yeah. better. Yeah. And now they're walking around with like a vest and it's on like a like a you know handheld. Oh god, situation. I want to get a tactical vest after watching all of them walk around. Just like everything right there. Like I got it. 
Where it's yeah. like, dude, I have to go get in my backpack and drop everything, basically. I'm done with that. So the before the tactical vest, my first vest I ever had was a fishing vest. That's a way to it's go. It's the same thing. <laughs> I got it from like Cabela's or something. It's long the time same ago. thing. But it's like it's fisherman not- brown. <laughs> Who says you have to wear high fashion when you ghost hunt? Yeah. Who says? But it had all the has all the pockets. What's and it has saying? a wider, it has wider on the up here. Oh, come on. You give you give me like some kooky (laughs) outfit. I don't care. I'll even wear like what if we get to do the next place that me and Riley hopefully get to go do before the big investigation after this. If homie calls us back, I'm gonna go get like a straight up like World War II jacket and shit. (laughs) Make sure I'm gonna I'm I'm full on gonna like (laughs) I'm gonna go like I know one of my buddy's dads has like an actual helmet from the war. And I, I don't know if he has like a replica M1 Garand or something, but I'm gonna be like, yo, let's like 100. percent Are you, are you trying to up. be a trigger object? Is that what yes. you're yes. going yes. for? Yes, I want to be the oh. lightning rod, and okay. not only will it look cool for videos, but <laughs> I, mean, I think that your... it would be fucking awesome. You're to looking stand for in a gimmick. Of... <laughs> yeah, I was say like to go sit in one of the like the the gun turrets or something on this ship yeah. that we have here, and be like. <laughs> like i look cool well and that's i i think like military vessels are so cool like they're not granted i know i was military so i'm kind of a dig it but uh-uh. i think even if you're on new ones you get you get a vibe you get yeah. there are some areas of the ship where you're like it's like look at what they weird. push you guys to look they're at how weird. hard basic training is i i mean it's it's not for the week it's no. not the week gets sorted out real fast. Yeah, exactly. That's why they have like the the tests that they do to make sure that mentally, physically, everything you're adept and like you you are going to do what you were meant to do for them, and they want to make sure you're running at top notch. Well, well, we try and run at top notch. Try, yeah, but, <laughs> but you also take that, and now you take us away from our families, away from our wives, yeah. kids, you know, brothers, and sisters. Then your brothers you. already been killed, and now you're expected to still function at this level. Mm-hmm. And you have people that that end their lives. You have and pe- some people that a mistake happens and somebody dies on yeah. board. You know, now it doesn't happen all the time, but it does. Or when you step onto these old military, like carriers you know or destroyers i mean because i've only been on on navy i've never been on any yeah. sort of cool you know army you know land i really tank want to or explore anything. pearl harbor but oh i see i can't i i, I want to but i'm just gonna cry that, that would be too much yeah <laughs> i can't investigate to me that would just be like this is i'm amazing. super patriotic and i was yeah. Navy, so i would just be <laughs> the whole time i completely understand <laughs> But all oh, the history there. I know like, it's, about, it's so you know, crazy. Standing on it was such a pivotal point in history. They heard knocking forever. They, you know, like it was. Oh, uh, it just makes me sick thinking about it. I know. Well, and then the fact that you can go out on the water and then mm-hmm. go over the wreckage of it. these ships and like you can see, see where yeah. the oil's still coming out. Yeah, it's crazy. Could you imagine if they let you like, like put on an air tank and then go down there and just like get close to the ships like that'd be so insane dude it'd so, be intense intense yeah it would i bet Our, you would feel that pressure just like mm-hmm. swafting off of it that that brings up an interesting theory so our uh our friend uh hauntings with hodge he did a live stream once where he was talking about 
underwater hauntings. So like, could a spirit still be on a ship that sunk? And if you go down there and like scuba dive or something, could you still see that spirit on that ship? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so because they they don't know that they're in water. Right. They don't. They're still trying to either button a hatch or you know they're, they're throwing themselves. It's it's crazy because if it depends on I guess on the era, but they're like. So on most military vessels, there's like when you go through, there's an airlock hatch so that yep. it can only go so high. And if you're on that side, nobody else can throw the hatch. Guess you're throwing the hatch and you're about to die. Whoops. Sorry, but that's how it goes. You're yeah. willing to risk. You're willing to do that. So that person that was on that side, they're still stuck down there. <sighs> you know, they died with that stress drowning, but saying, I'm going to die, but 2,000 people are going to live. Wow. And- how i i i don't even remember all the history now but like god so many people were lost like how many ships went down like six but you have to remember you know like they still don't know some of them because if there were some where they got out some of them are had jumped overboard but still died some of them were still stuck inside like they'll never know they just were missing more people have died in water than on land most likely honestly if you think about it like yeah. all of the ships that have ever been sunk in like titanic how many people died on the titanic like what like 13 oh don't something. even start talking about the titanic and we're gonna start talking oh, about the ocean gate shit wait no no <laughs> so i have something i have something that's not ocean gate but something that's interesting because i like curses and things like that so i don't know if you already read on the internet so the wife of the captain of that ill-fated so vessel great. Yeah. Is the great great granddaughter? Oh yeah, of the couple that went down on the Titanic together. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that what? blew my fucking yeah. brains back. So her her maiden name, she is the great great granddaughter yep. of the. Uh, oh, who were they? I want to say he was like the creator of Macy's yes. or something like it's, that. Yeah, it's on the manifest so, of the, so the Titanic him and, too. Yeah. He was willing to put his... He got so excited. <laughs> so when the ship was sinking, uh, you know, he his wife could have been saved. And Damn. his wife his wife said, no, I'm staying with you. And they exactly. they were seen on the ship together. And a wave took them over. Um, and Ooh. they died. Um, one of the bodies was initially recovered. And then they did find the other one. I think they found the other one later. Holy Turns shit. out the great-great-granddaughter was Mrs rush that's insane yeah what a connection what a connect of all the people and now her husband now her husband is down there with the titanic with them with them yep and her kids superstition did he have two kids down there or was it just one i think it's just the one just the one yeah so isn't that wild i don't think that's come around anywhere my husband keeps telling me I need to do an episode on it because I'm I love Titanic, all things Titanic. How that's and, uh, so insane. Yeah, the and whole I, Titanic like, story is insane. Like, <laughs> as like not love story as it was. No, like, the, the it's bread ill-fated. and butter. Yeah, it the bread and ill-fated. butter story is crazy. I, I honestly think the Titanic could have been cursed because they they told the captain not to go there. They told the yeah. captain to avoid that area, and he right. just totally didn't listen. Not only did he not listen, he went full speed. Yeah, yeah. he did completely opposite. He said, "I have balls of steel." Yeah, and And he's not the only boat captain to ever do that. There's been tons of boat captains that have put themselves (laughs) ahead of everyone on their ship, plenty of times. Yep, 
and all because he was trying to to show that he was the best. Our ship can get there. We can do it. And he got everybody killed. So yeah. Well, have you heard the USS Indianapolis story? Uh, not off the top of my head. So they were the ones that delivered the <laughs> nuclear bomb to um one of the islands where it was loaded onto like either either uh what was it? The, it was either for the Nagasaki bomb. I think it was that one. But on their yeah, on their way back, because I think they brought like the uranium or the plutonium, which whichever one it was, whatever you had to make a nuclear bomb with. <laughs> But um, they actually got. Well, first like, you take it to pasta, and then you yeah, then you, you take know. it to pasta. But, like, <laughs> and you get the parmesan. They basically like got sunk in in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, little boy, yeah. Yep. So they were then, they were bringing little boy over. I couldn't remember yep. little boy. And then after they they got sunk, all the the crew members were just a, a drift in the Atlantic for like. Oh God, like four weeks or something like that, and some of them actually survived, and it was like. They they had shark infested waters the whole time. Not only that, they were in like super toxic water basically because they didn't necessarily protect themselves to the oh, plutonium. Almost went story, terrible. For it was us. the lifeboats. They were yep. in like little yeah. lifeboats. Oh yes, now I remember. Okay, the whole I just had to... the whole like lead up to dropping that bomb was terrible. They almost mm-hmm. dropped the bomb on us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Manhattan story is crazy. They did drop a bomb, like, just off the coast of uh, Massachusetts, right? Like, they dropped Uh, one on accident. It just didn't... They almost moved Chicago because of the Manhattan Project. Yeah, it's like... But it's like, maybe this is a, you know, is this a sign? You know, if all these things are going, Mm -hmm. maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Maybe. Well, Oppenheimer, after he created the bomb, he said, "Good Lord, what have I done? What have I, I should done? Never done this." Yep, he he was a very twisted soul too. So it was. I'm so excited for that movie. Me too. Oh my god, I want to see it so bad. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> like, can you just imagine like how eccentric that cast of people it had to have been back then? Like, some of the stories were like. Some of these super, super smart people that were nuclear physicists were basically handed like as much money as they Endless could money. ever want. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like make it happen. Knowing that you you're going to kill months. millions. Of, yeah, you know. whatever you want, make it happen. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So but I think like, they just had whoever. a lot of scientists that wanted to prove, like use their noodle like to the highest yeah. extent. And then it's like, well... Yeah, you're going to be haunted for the rest of your life. Well, and like we knew, too, that all the other countries that were dealing with it, we thought Germany 100% was closer than we were. But little did we know that they just didn't have the same capabilities because they were at full war and on their soil, too, basically. They're getting pushed back onto it. So it's like, yeah, I could see why America like was easily miles ahead of everybody else because Russia realistically was like 10 years behind even like the Germans and Germans were still like five years behind. They're still behind. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) Well, don't even get me started on like, okay, so after they lose world war two and try to globally dominate the whole world, we just Mm -hmm. pay for them to like rebuild their whole country and fund them. That was one of the big, like, so when I was learning, you know, you got, I had to learn about nuclear propulsion and things like that. And that was one of the biggest is we, we would then hear stories of the other countries, you know, this isn't yeah. classified. You can read about everything um, about yeah. their, their versions of trying to make a nuclear sub. And they did a movie about the one, I think it was, 
was it U571 or something like that? Oh, yeah. I know the one you're talking and, about. Uh, I just don't remember the numbers. Because the, the, they do things like the coolant, you know, is like going through the reactor and then just coming out. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like you're, you're just swimming around in radioactive oh, fluid. So it's, but I wonder like vessels like that, like how many vessels were there that had some ill-fated that are still hanging out in the middle of the ocean? You know, oh, like yeah. again, There's back to that, is the active, ocean haunted? Yeah. You know? Literally active nuclear bombs in the ocean. Ghost that ships. Drop, that didn't <laughs> yeah. go off. Like, yeah. Fucking just ghost out. ships. There's ready oh. to, yeah, ghost ships. Like people see those, like even in the Straits of Mackinac, like. They see ghost ships up there. Dude, there's been accounts of people boarding these ghost ships, and there's no fucking people on it. Explain that. And then they get off of it, and it's just nowhere to be found again. Is that time slipping? Like, is that a ghost ship? Oh, see, I don't... uh, Those types of things, I can just read and read and read and read. Actually, rabbit holes are the fucking best. We are a rabbit hole. Yeah. (laughs) You're speaking to three of the rabbit holes of the (laughs) The universe. Conspiracies are there. Like some of my favorite movies, honestly, is like I think it's called Ghost Ship, where it like oh like, with Matthew Lillard. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. like I, it's Terrifying. so it's cheesy, but it's it's like it's such a fucking cool concept. Oh, no, I was thinking the I was thinking of Thirteen Ghosts. Ghost Ship is the other that one too. That, what about Ghost there, Planes? There could be Ghost Planes too. Like, dude, there could be like Ghost McDonald's. Mm. I don't care. Ghost like, McDonald's. <laughs> If you're like I 600 pounds, it's no you longer die from that. You had food. cardiac arrest from yeah. eating all that salt. Ugh. You just like, I don't know, inhabit the McDonald's late at night. All of a sudden, you hear Big Mac and fries, super size, <laughs> the hash slinging slasher. That's the disembodied voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you hear him go, "Help me in the bathroom." Yeah. <laughs> There's a big mess in there. Oh God! Oh, hope hope it's a ghost one. Because uh... <laughs> oh my God! So if you guys have, because I know you guys have a couple investigations coming up here pretty soon. Yes, ma'am. Now it seems like you guys are kind of going back to back to back kind of thing, which is trying cool. to. <laughs> do you have? Do you have like a? Do you have a holy grail? Yeah, mine's Plavaglia Island in Italy. Gazuntite. Okay. What's, Here, I'll, what's, I'll pull up what's the, cool about the history that one? on that. So, Plavaglia Island is an island in Italy, and know. it's right outside of Venice. And so, basically, on this island, what they did during the plague is everyone that got the plague, they shipped them over to this island. Yes, I've heard of this. And basically okay. forced them to live out their life there and right. burnt them on the island. It's said, I don't know if it's scientifically proven, but the percentage of the dirt on this island is actually human ash. Because yeah, so basically. many people were burned on this island. It was like 100,000 people. Yeah, it was a quarantine station at one point for the mentally ill. Um, yeah, the, some it was a nursing home facility on there. Yep, there was a nursing home for a while. That's crazy. So that's in Italy? Yes. Off the coast? Yep. All right, Trevor, what about you? What's your holy grail? Oh, man, that's such a tough one. Honestly, I I said it last week, and I was like, just more thinking about it, I was like, this would be crazy, but like Pompeii. Like, it's Ooh. it's stuck in history because it was just encased in time. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think you can visit. go there, though. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. I don't, I don't think, think you can go there. on, like, like, close to, like, the Pompeii. 
like structures and stuff because they're so fragile and they're super protected but i i could be wrong to be honest too i'm not sure anymore i think i think those i think those big you know catastrophic Mm. moments like that even like talking about pearl harbor that is it's catastrophic death it's not like one big one that's something crazy you know it's a lot i know i i have an epiphany because i want to go to japan regardless but like Mm -hmm. um the tsunami that ravaged them and Fukushima. had the, the Fukushima Dai- like Daiichi power plant reactor meltdown. Mm-hmm. But like it, nobody died because of the radiation. But like my theory is that the radiation well, in the water, the radiation in the water was pushed so far inland and like thousands of people died. Like I want to say like upwards of like almost 10,000 people died in the initial wave. And that's not even counting after the fact because everybody was displaced. Right. Cancer. Well, there's everything. And there's no telling, like, if what the repercussions are after the fact because they they cleaned up, you know, like who knows? People they're don't want to live there. They're still dealing with it. Yeah. Well, and the hard part is, is with a country like that, they are so guarded and protected. Mm. They will, if it puts any negativity of a light onto their people, they'll they'll cover it up. They'll kill yeah. people for that. They'll kill yeah. a lot of people for that. So it's like you never really know just how bad it really was. Like yeah. we will, but we won't. Like- and not only that, like some of the the stories of the people that were lost in the initial tsunami are crazy because they'll say they have people's spirits get into taxis and stuff that are soaking wet and like one hundred percent are just people there and they'll see and they'll just like they'll have wet spots where people will be sitting and having dinner with their family members and they'll just be gone the next second they look up and it's like that's wild that's wild that's like phantom phone calls yep. you guys heard about like like they're like mm-hmm. i just talked to i just talked to auntie you know Honey, Gladys. He, she died a month ago she or, or they're like actually she died 12 hours ago like there's no physical way that you had talked to her she just oh, died in a car accident i never heard about yeah. that before. yeah like those have those it's have like premonition before. stuff dude it's it's just mm-hmm. it's just like having a dream right before like something tragic it's happens crazy. of somebody yep. that you I've, probably wouldn't dream about I've trevor you stories. actually have a pretty weird story about that about violet seeing your mom yeah that was i have such a wild fucking dream about that so it it, it was like probably four months ago now or so but violet came up to me while i was sleeping one night and was standing next to our bed and didn't say one word to me. And I woke up and saw her and I got scared as shit. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, don't court. do that. Oh yeah, I was like, I almost <laughs> smacked her because I was like, holy shit. And then I, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, honey, she's crying. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I didn't mean to scare you. I was like, you scared me. I was like, good job. You scared me. Right. But then like, this is funny. <laughs> but then like a couple weeks went by and I had a dream and my mom passed away like five years ago now. So it's it's been a while and like I'll dream about her sometimes and it's always like pleasant dreams. But this one in particular is really odd because it was I was sleeping and I rolled over and Violet was standing there again, but I didn't scream this time. And when she went to talk to me, it was my mom's voice and it was my mom talking to me as Violet. And I was like, you were dreaming or this really happened? I was dreaming. But I don't I don't know, though, honestly, because like it's it was really vivid. Like I I felt like it was really happening. Ooh, and I was I like, like I got goosebumps. I know. And I was like talking to her. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, why do you why do you sound like that? And she's like, because I'm like, I'm your mom. And I was like, whoa. what the fuck You're like, is happening? I need therapy. And I was like, but what about what about my daughter? What about, what yeah. about Violet? And she goes, she, like, 
like what you don't understand is like she's a piece of me and it's like what the fuck is happening (laughs) (laughs) oh and and violet and violet too has 100 percent never met my mom but has brought up the fact that she knows her like violet come here come here see that picture grab it go grab it Grab it. <laughs> Can you get it? Yeah, it's you're, you're close enough. I see it. So she has never seen this picture before. She she walks up to me one day and she goes, "Say it." Is her name is Lori? She said that exact phrase to me, and I said, "How the fuck do you know her name?" <laughs> like there's no way. Yeah, and she just knew. Like she's never met her. Can you go put that back up there? Thank you. Thanks, kiddo. Here, let, let me take that so you don't break it. Put it back it's up there. Bad. I'll give it back. Yeah, no, it was wild. <laughs> but kids are like, I think, uh, you know, they say that a lot. That kids kids can say, see mm-hmm. things, you know, things that we don't. They're Because they're, I think their brains haven't been so it's beat okay. down and altered yet. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> only walls that. Aren't up. She, she, when she was being born, she had to be emergency c-sectioned out because she was upside down and she was oh, me had too. A, a big motherfucking head too <laughs> but <her>. when uh <laughs> when jenna was like going through like labor and all that and she was trying to push at one point she was so doped out of her mind <laughs> because they went from like the gas to the epidural to like i don't even know what else of concoction they gave her to the point to where she was like yeah <laughs> Get it out! Poor Get it out! <laughs> it's like, oh my god! So she's like, forgets to breathe for a second, and she, I guess, she like in her head heard a voice that was like, "You got to keep breathing, like keep going," and she didn't know whose voice it was. Well, we were watching home videos one day to show to show her, you know, videos of my mom, and she goes, "Holy shit! I heard your mom when I was giving birth," and I was like, "What?" So, so she hadn't met your mom. No, no, no. She she came into the picture after my mom had died too. So so not only did Violet come up to me and say that Jenna had that exact experience, but it was my mom's voice. So neither of them have ever met my mom, but somehow they both have met my mom. Can yeah. I can I interlude here because we've yeah, had another ahead. experience revolving Trevor's mom. So I think she, it's like the lady was a like saint the, too. Yeah, she was awesome. Isn't it like it's like the second or third episode we did? Mm-hmm. has a weird glitch in it at oh, the first shit. episode there's a You're super right. weird glitch audio glitch in the oh, episode I got him. as trevor is talking about, about his mom yeah and like we've never had it since and it was like a 100 like like the audio itself like it didn't get corrupted it did nothing was wrong like it, it was all fine but like it it almost like like makes like a weird sound that just shouldn't be there Right. And it wasn't the mics or anything. And both of us were like, what? Didn't do it the rest of the episode. Only the mo- specific Only moment that exact he was talking specific about his moment mom. When I was like, yeah, like I miss my mom, you know, like, like she passed away, yada, yada, yada. Told like a couple stories about her. And then it was just like, we've just not in the moment, you know, we didn't see anything wrong with the audio clip because we'll see it on Audacity on our screens. And it's like, yeah, everything looks fine. And we'll listen to it back. And it was like, <coughs> why? Right there. Did that happen? <laughs> Like what? That's but you got some mojo then. Yeah, <laughs> you're like hundred percent. I love you, mom, but I need this. You're gonna help me document. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly think too. Like after 
after she passed away, like, and I like I went into like turtle hibernation mode. Sure. Like after like I came to terms with it, and I was like, you know, I got like twenty one beautiful years with my mom, and I can't take anything for granted. And I I like I wish there was things that I could have changed back then, but there's nothing I can do about it now, other than just reminisce on all the great times that we had together. Because she she one hundred percent is like was. An angel, a, a big fucking reason on who I am today, be because of it right. too. So, so I was like, I'm, I'm blessed. <laughs> well, then I you know, like this could be you know as a sign from it is what we mm. do collectively. That is, I would take it as a sign as like, okay, I got there's a hand, there's a hand over me. Yeah, there's like the you know, pink. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, you got touched by an angel, kid. You're good. You're good, kid. Just keep it going. Keep her moving. Here you yep. go. By the way, and I like, know your daughter. She's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I almost wonder too, like, like because of the experiences that we've had to like being closer to that spiritual veil, I guess is probably, that's the way that I always explain it to be. Cause it's just the easiest way for me to say it where it's like, there's, yeah. there's something here that we just can't see that something permeates through is, is the best way that I can think of it as. And it might just be because like I've had near death experiences myself or like I've had, you know, like extremely close, you know, like like completely life changing events like that happen. And then like right. my mom had a stroke when she died, too. So it was like Double when. Whammy. Yeah. So like I found her when she was having a stroke with my dad downstairs when it happened. And I was like, oh, man, like this is jarring as shit. It's super traumatic. Well, the craziest part was to the day a year to the day she passed away because of a second major stroke that did it so it was like does it is it always coincidental probably right. not like it's just like something something seems more like it's like hey there's like if a, it's that many things yeah it's, hard to, it's not a coincidence it's statistics like mm. it's numbers it's legit happened you know if you walk out of the house and you hear a ding well that's not a coincidence if you've heard yeah it it's one times. in every like 2.3 million people get struck by lightning right yeah I, I, I made that up on top of my head but like it's it's stuff like that what are you doing i it's interesting though yeah i because they hear you know because so did your did your near-death experience did that like happen before everything happened with with your mom and everybody and the sightings or did that kind of happen afterwards so there's been a couple. Oh, he's been a couple. So yeah, there's been a couple. One time I, I asked because it might. Yeah, one time it was while sensitive. she was before she had gotten like sick or anything. Um, I almost gotten t-boned by a dude that was doing like get that golf ball out of your mouth, <laughs> doing like 120 on a a road that like you know was like a 45, and I pulled out thinking I had plenty of room, and he came zipping up the other side and like lit his tires up trying to stop and for like a good 130 feet slid yeah and it was like wow like you if you would have hit me like everybody in my car and i would have died 100 yeah. percent because i was on the side that he would have hit so i was that's like that's crazy. yeah and i i had like that like slow down time moment where it was right, just like, like where, yeah, yeah where it's like because i drove a stick too so i like i dropped it down a gear i'm going to kill you and then I like stepped on it, almost went into the ditch. Yeah, and you're putting it in your mouth. All right, get out of here. Get out of here. I can only take so much of you. <laughs> Eating a golf ball right in front of me. Showing off. So like after like we like got done, I was like, oh my god, we almost died. Go play with something else. <laughs> well, I was I was reading about, about near-death experiences and how it's like if they they seem to consistently 
see, consistently see a white light. Like that's yeah. it's always white. It's not any other color. It's always yeah. white. Well, and think about like, when you faint too. What do you see? It's like what do you see? It gets white it tunnel. White. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what what's going on here? Is it because you're losing oxygen, or is it because you're crossing to the other side? Just all these crazy things, like questions I have that I can't prove. I can't prove any of these things I unless I hook a bunch of people up to saying like, okay, here we go. We're going to take you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to say too, because like the more times like I have like experiences where I feel like I would be closer to dying. It's like, I can relate that back a lot to, to like passing out and that feeling of like, everything just like goes blank and then you reboot and you come back to and you're like, like, is that what it feels like to just shut off? I feel like it's got to be somewhat similar to that. That's what I'm thinking too. I feel like your brain is doing something similar. Yeah, it's like, like it's trying to help itself, right? Like it's like because your body's trying to serve itself. So like when you're about to die, you either your body note realizes, yeah, it's time or it's trying to like enter this like survival mode. Right. Your brain's then like, you have you don't the, need to see this. You have the complete, like, what do you call them though? Um, enigmas though. Like the, the story that the kid got shot with a shotgun, like three or four times at close range, like damn near blew his arm off, like shot him in the side of the head and his chest and he should have died. But somehow he, that he story cr- is amazing. He crawled like out of like the like the back alleys onto the street and like lived and then still to this day is like able to like walk and like do everything like a normal person would. And it's like any other person probably would have just died. I don't understand how yeah. you you made it. Like it's crazy. Well, and you meet and that too, like with with investigating the paranormal, you run across all these people that claim that they can see. See a ghost. They can the they, mediums. You know, they can talk to the ghost. They can yeah, whatever. The sh- and, mediums. And the sh- mediums, and they haven't had any experiences like that. I'm sorry, but yeah. if you've almost died, when you reboot, you might get extra credit because your brain is now yeah. unlocked something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perception it, definitely changes after an experience like that. Right. Like I got and my fucking no when I got this mediums. done, I passed out when they were doing it because the needle got stuck, and I was just like. Needles are bad. I like woke up and I was just like, I looked around and I was like, dude, I had a really crazy dream. Like I just passed out. And I was like, you did. Oh, <laughs> fuck. And I was like, I had like that inception feeling where it was like somebody took the camera and then pulled it back. And it was just like, frame, 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 frame. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Well, that, uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't need to be passed now. I haven't passed out yet. I don't need a near-death experience. So no, I, I, I pray you ghost. don't either. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say that I've ever actually had like a on. near-death experience, but I have seen people die. Yeah, yeah. I think once you get a, you're around it a lot too. Like you, so are you a mortician or no? So okay. I don't. I don't. It's a very strange thing. I don't work with humans. I work yeah. with pets. I work with animals. So like, is that so, considered? a mortician though we're not morticianing anything we just no. cremate them yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but like pet spirits are still a thing yeah i well and it's so strange because i think that you know there's pets animals in themselves they just have a different energy about them a you know totally they don't have all vibe. the they don't have all the the blips held a grudge and yeah 
it's very different. And I would hope that they would not get stuck here. Like, I have a ghost cat. Rainbow I've Bridge. Ghost cat. I would really You've hope they all make it. it to the Rainbow Bridge. But oh, then, like, I think they can choose to come back. That's my thing, where it's like, you made it there, you liked it, you, pl- you played mm-hmm. for a while, but you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna see what's on the other side, I'll be back later. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back later. <laughs> My name's Sylvester, what are you, yeah. what are you looking for? See, I, the question that every paranormal investigator wants to know, and it seems like anytime you ask, try to ask a spirit, like, what's keeping them, they, they can't explain it. So hey, like, what's the deal here? Know. I think that's the problem. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. So how, That's the hardest like, part. Like how, like mentally, like how are we able to like put it into some type of d- description? Like what happens Dude, to you after we, that? I think yeah. we've all done a very good job tonight of trying to explain what is literally the hardest thing to explain. <laughs> it is. Right. It's like yeah. trying to say like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and then being like, now that's an adjective and a verb. <laughs> and a verb. And then and explain an how it works like that. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I don't even know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> I, I do. I think that's why it's so important that if you are an investigator, that you approach it from a scientific yeah. side. Because Always minute, go at it from real. A, real. Yeah. If you can't mm. read it on a device, take a picture of it, record it on something, record a, th- a temperature, yeah. you are cheapening all the other people you are always going to catch something when you want to yeah. i'm going to repeat myself there you <laughs> are always going to catch something when you want to yes because and it's you all will... the people are i feel this and i'm feeling this and yes I, you like, will just start you may immediately be... just like over yeah. overstimulate yourself and then you think anything and everything is yep. whatever you want it to be yep. Yep. and i we will will never be in a in a sense where people take paranormal and you know seriously until we take out that piece i of... think there's a 70 percent like credibility rate no matter what like you know what right. i mean at this point where it's like no a lot of that shit 70 percent credible but there's <laughs> also the other percentage where it's like you're kind of not making me feel great about this no and you get the hand i swear all the specialty people that you see tv shows that they bring in they all have a very specific look about them yeah you know, like Ghost Adventures, all black hair, all black everything. It's all yes. black. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. it's a very, very like distinct look. And Some it's... higher level goss than others, but yep. that's like they they don't just get. And I can say that because I am like a, a baby goth. But <laughs> <laughs> I was until I was like, look at how colorful I can be. But right, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like a bubble goth. I like. A bubble girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like pink and lavender and crazy, you know, colors like that. That's but, the first but you time never, I've ever heard that term. You never get like them getting somebody on there that looks like they are a financial advisor. No, you know, never, you never. No get business somebody, tie, casual, like nothing. Those no. people are never indubitably. They're never into the paranormal. No, like. they look like literally us. <laughs> like literally hey! there's right, nothing yeah. wrong with that here i am the corporate office worker right. looking for paranormal on the weekends <laughs> if i were to put on like my full work attire i literally look like a redneck like straight up steel toed you know like can't tell that i'm tatted up like yeah, right? i'm the complete opposite i'm all dressed up all fancy yep. dress shoes like suit, all of suit that and tie so it's oh, like, no, I, I don't think anybody's like, wear really 
distinctively shows who they are all the time. I got so actually that picture that you guys used for Mm. my for for the interview when I was in the purple dress. Yeah. So that's when I went to an oddities um, an Mm. expo. So like everybody there is dressed like we like we described black black with black. I was the only one in full lilac from head to toe. (laughs) So you were just like full full 60s. Yeah. I was like, so what? And you better believe they gave me that look like they didn't take me seriously. Kind of like how uh, we don't take them. And I was like, she I'm dressed up, you. but not correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong colors. Like, and fuck you better you, believe the first person that asked me, so what do you do? And I was like, I work at a funeral home. I'm probably oh. more goth than everybody in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chillax. Oh. So but you work with spirits. Yeah, right. And then you get asked <laughs> that. Like, no, no, that's never mind. Right. I <laughs> kind of thought that too. Like when me and Trevor started going live, it was like, what's the perception of us going to be? Because we kind of look like bros. You know, like I got the long hair. Yeah. Bro, Trevor's bro. like always in a tank, tank top. top. Like, <laughs> Showing off his muscles. <laughs> Not even I was like, I paid a lot of money for these tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I know when mine are mine, I'm doing a big Wisconsin wildflowers and it's, it's, I'm when it's done. Oh yeah. I'm going to just always be in just tank top walking around. I'll say spaghetti straps. Like I'm here for it. Here I am with like a ghost tattoo. I got a UFO tattoo. And you're, and you're like a business guy. So I think that's great. I think that's, I'm, I really want to, I'm thinking about a parent. Do you, so you have a paranormal tattoo? What about you, Trevor? Yeah, I got oh, Riley does. I, it's all backwards, so it's. Weird. I guess you could say I <laughs> okay. do Ooh, and I cool. don't. So like I, a ghost holding a skull with graveyard. I have a, a castle and a, a cloud behind my ear with a J. <laughs> so it's not super paranormal, but we got it for like me and Jenna's wedding. But it was also like we want to do like kind of like horror themed, right? But it's not super horror. Hey, you got aliens on your arm. I really I want mean, an alien. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely you got UFOs on there, dog. I'll just say, yeah, I got. Oh, there you go. I'll say, I guess this is actually a good point. Yeah, that's definitely a UFO and an alien. <laughs> I have a big UFO tattoo on my shit. side, too. I, I, I enjoy that, that like flip perception where you yeah. get somebody in a full business attire, you know, and then all of a sudden you see them in something else and you're like, oh, you're one of us. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I love when I tell people that like we play the high levels of hockey. And then I'll be like, but check out my tattoos, Jesus Christ. And it's like, oh, that's straight up anime. And it's like, yeah, konnichiwa, motherfucker. And? <laughs> I ha- like if- well, so aliens, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. I wanted to tell you. So, because you guys, you guys did a couple episodes about aliens. Mm-hmm. Quite a few. Yeah. Talk about aliens quite often. All the time. Yeah, a whole yeah. series dedicated. Well, I haven't to listened to all 150 episodes yet. But no, it's just one of those topics where it's just like yeah. aliens are fucking cool. Yeah, any, and any of our episodes real. called the Black Vault Files. Those are yeah, all those are aliens. all aliens. Those are aliens. Yep. So I I enjoy reading kind of old Project Blue Book files and things yeah. like that. I like the old stuff. Then um, like and the Black Vault Files for sure. Yep. And we crack so into I've, those too. I'll dig into those. And I have, when I started with Barney and Betty, cause they yep. were the first yeah, alien we to publicize. And mm-hmm. I, I've, I've known about them for a long time, but this was like my chance to really dig into the, the odd. Their story is so crazy. It's crazy. So crazy. And I have, um, when I remember I was reading through and I saw her interview. Now, did you guys learn about, about her earrings? I, I remember hearing about something with her. So, so that she, she talks about story. her. 
She talks about her dress. You know, she was wearing a very specific dress, which is crazy because I think I have the exact same dress from the 60s. <laughs> it's purple and everything. Here. Yeah, I'm like, great. I'm going to get abducted by aliens because I collect vintage. So I saw the dress and then she's describing her aliens. So when she came, her earrings, when she came home and they got cleaned up, right? She was going to throw the dress away. She decided to keep it, but she didn't have her her her, her earrings anywhere. And a few a few weeks went by. They came home from something, and there was a pile of leaves in the middle of the dining room table, and her earrings were in the middle of the leaves. And chills. Yes, and I was think I was like, for all the time, because people, you know, she she like touted this story until the day she died. Because he died earlier, obviously. But, like, she was adamant that this had happened. And I could not believe, like, how do you, okay, Oz, how, how do you discredit, like, where did these come from? Why was there a pile of leaves in the middle of the kitchen table? It's, right. It, there was just so much about what had happened with the, the aliens. The fact that they had drawn two pictures separate, and they came together, and they were almost the exact same drawing. It's like... I guess I wanted to find out your thoughts on that. On you have a couple that experience this. How do you how do you go about working that through? Do you discredit it? Do you I, do you agree? You know, I I fully believe that their story is a hundred percent legit. Like there's almost no gap in their story. Their right. the images that they portrayed are exactly the same. Like there's so many after effects too from the abduction that they both dealt with that mm -hmm. like why are they having the same like thing happen to them i don't remember exactly what it was but because it's been so long since we touched i think we did that story like two and a half years ago so yeah. it's kind of just like <laughs> flown right. out of my brain like but... other things have happened since then <laughs> right. i i just i was reading about it and i wanted to get your your opinion on it i guess because it was such an interesting you get these stories about aliens and you're you're like well you can't just say i saw a little green man like there has to be more to it i guess ultimately in my opinion <laughs> well wasn't there people that had the sighting like of that craft too the day that they got abducted like other people seen the craft like they weren't the only people in different in different um files it shows up in other stories yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's what i was yeah so like even then it like adds more credibility to their story because other people seen it or have there's other people too that have came forward that have similar stories to them yeah that didn't even know about their story so it's like if aliens are going to do something, I feel like they're going to be very ritualistic about it. You know, like they're going to do it the same way. If they're going to abduct people, the next person they abduct, they're not going to do it differently. Why would they do that? It's stupid. Right. Why would you try something different when you know this way works? It was just so tricky because I think oftentimes movies and TV shows will influence what people are seeing. Definitely. All of a sudden you get an influence, uh, you get an influx in stories about ghosts and aliens where i think there was a, a you know the movies about that galactic time period really got popular and all of a sudden all of these sightings took off right i think so there was a i think have you seen the movie the fourth kind i, I love not. that movie so like I, after I, that movie there was an uprise yeah, it is scary actually 
Yeah, there was an uprise in people talking about being abducted and stuff because of that movie. There was actual footage used in the movie, too. And right. it was super eerie. Yeah. It was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it, it out. I, it's, wor- really it's, wor- it's, it's, it's definitely spooky, but like 130,000% worth watching. Yeah. Because it'll make you go, huh? And it takes place in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Somewhere deep in the woods, I think it's Anchorage, honestly, right? Yeah, Alaska's Anchorage. I know, and it's so far up there, and it's so huge. It's so isolated. Too. I love Alaska, mm-hmm. and like some twice. of the things that happen with like the scrapes on the floor, and like this like damn near exorcism of a person when they were like trying to retell what happened one night when they possibly were abducted, and they used real audio from the actual like. Thanks, dude. Uh, was it? hypnosis session right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and and they basically is like he's outside my window oh god and then he starts destroying the room because he's like he's he's going back into what he was seeing right it's fucking creepy i'll have to put it on the list i'll have to watch it with the lights on thank you it's one one of those where it's like (laughs) if you're if it jar if it's jarring for you yeah, watch I'll call lights on. Yeah. yeah I'll call See, you. the weird thing for me is I <laughs> I feel like that when I watch movies and stuff, like oh something's going to happen in my house like oh oh yo I see something. Like I'm kind of a little jumpy, but like when I go actually paranormal investigate and come home, I don't feel that way. Not at all. <laughs> I no. So I used to sit in the I had this room. It it kind of reminded me of a panic room where it's it was in the basement. It had no mm. lights, no windows and it was like because it was in the basement, it was like sound, like sound wise. It didn't go anywhere. So I would sit in there in the dark. And <laughs> then I'm here. I am like this close to the screen trying to look at things. Wait, and I swear to God. Wait. Now I think I see something in the reflection of my computer. So now it's been, all the lights are on. I'm trying to edit paranormal footage. <laughs> I watched the grudge and I had that exact feeling where I was like. Every little thing. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, the hand's gonna come out of the back of my head whenever I shower. And I was like terrified to shower for a while, so I would only take baths. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I'm on enough medication to keep me not crazy. I don't need to add. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if I'm crazy or autistic. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> so I guess I one. So we're kind of coming to the the end of our stream, though. I do have a question. What do you guys have next? What do we have next? Tomorrow we will be live with our good friend Drew from Living History Mysteries. So ow, ow. if you're not doing anything at 8 p.m., make sure to tune into the What Goes Bump of the Night channel because that is definitely going to be super crazy. Yep. Drew is an awesome guy with years and years and years of paranormal experience, mm-hmm. probably over mm-hmm. like 200 paranormal investigations himself. So Him and so- Danny are paranormal papa. Yes. Paranormal. They are the godfathers of paranormal. They are right. (laughs) Yep. Very cool. I think the the next thing on the agenda after we go speak with Drew tomorrow is going to be hopefully we have our next investigation video, the one that we showed. Yeah, done. (laughs) And it's it's fairly close to being at the the apex of it like able to be shown i think we want to do one pure edit and like have some like some of our friends come watch it and give us some criticisms and whatnot but sure hopefully with within the next couple of weeks we should be able to have that all yeah you know then following that we pretty much after the holiday every wednesday we have a guest 
all the yeah. way. Like we're booking into September right now. So yeah. it's, it's a crazy time to be part of the night crew for sure. Famous. <laughs> Um, we we also I don't know about have, famous yet. We won't <laughs> drop the name of the building, but we have a huge location coming up in July. So expect a really oh. a couple really awesome investigation videos for the summer from us, and then hopefully, you know, once we get into spooky season, we have some other spooky. locations coming to us. We'll probably end up heading back to Double J Ranch eventually spooky. too. So. Cool! I'm excited yeah. for Creeptober. I'm gonna. I know we too. Here. <laughs> I think me and I think me and Riley honestly should start a blog like a vlog of us like going to haunted houses Idea. and like doing stuff like that and just like yeah being like the goobers we are and just in public instead <laughs> yeah. of doing like the investigation videos all the time too because that's entertaining <laughs> yeah I think so like it, like TFIL is a good example like that channel and all the videos that they make are very entertaining but they're always like doing things like that and their early early videos were a big reason why me and riley wanted to do investigations like the way we do yeah well that's really cool well anybody who has stopped by i have their socials in the little bottom section here of our creepy confidential after dark um come back we come at the we're going to come at the last tuesday of every month that's my goal get here and talk after dark find some cool topics um if you guys want to hit them up please follow subscribe and as always catch you next time on creepy confidential